Howdy peeps, Kristen Brown here with the Sweet Empowerment Podcast. This would be episode number 59. Today I'm going to speak to you guys about boundaries. Oh my gosh, lately I've been thinking out of all these episodes, 58 so far, this will be 59, I have not made an episode on boundaries. And boundaries are the foundation, they are the cornerstone of reclaiming our personal power because how else are we going to set our limits and teach people how to treat us without appropriate boundaries? So today I'm going to talk to you about boundaries and this is going to be part one because I'm not really sure how many parts are going to be, but I just know this is a pretty big topic. So I'm just going to give it to you in little pieces so that you guys can digest it better. I'm sure a lot of you out there already know what boundaries are. But I know for me, I can have a definition of something and then I hear it from somebody out in the world, an expert out in the world, and either I love the way they worded it or I said, it just makes it clearer to me something that they said, even though I have uh, a visceral understanding of it, it actually gives me a cerebral understanding of it or vice versa. So we're going to talk about boundaries today. So even if you feel like you're very well versed in it, I really hope you stay tuned in just to get yourself even more empowered because the more we hear stuff, the more it sinks into our body, into our, into our cells and helps us to change our life. I want to start out with a quote from Miss Louise Hay and she says, remember, you are the most important person in your life until we begin to value ourselves enough to meet our own needs. We can't expect others around us to do it. Take it one step at a time. That is the core. Unless we're willing to meet our own needs, we cannot expect others around us to do it. And that's why I teach what I teach. I came across that organically in my life, in my healing path, and I says, this is really it. This is what what I have been missing all along is that I'm not willing to take care of me and I'm looking for everybody else. Not take care of me, you guys, and like feed me, clothe me, get me a job, you know, bring me flowers. I don't mean that kind of take care of me, but like respect and honor me, value me the way I want to be and deserve to be valued as do you and as do all my partners. So this does not mean I'm some queen that, you know, gets special treatment. It's all of us deserve this. And unless I'm treating myself that way, I cannot teach others to treat my, to treat me that way. Our job as an empowered individual is to learn what is important to us and how to set and uphold appropriate boundaries. In doing this, we teach others how to treat us. We make it clear where our lines are so people are not guessing what we need or want. We cease to carry extra emotional baggage, resentment, because we failed to take care of ourselves. With that, I'm going to define that a little bit. What that means is if we are not setting boundaries with people, we are going to build up resentment because they're going to keep doing what they've always done and it's going to make us upset and then we're going to be resentful. Sometimes people continue to do what they've always done, even if we do set boundaries. But by setting boundaries, we decrease the chance of these people continuing to do this, whatever dysfunctional, disrespectful behavior they're doing. So we tend to carry less emotional baggage around with us because we're actually standing up for ourselves. Standing in personal power requires releasing the need for approval and instead standing committed to honoring ourselves first. Woo! 
That sentence right there, it is buried in paragraph one of this chapter. Actually, it's not buried. It's just the very last sentence there. That's a toughie. Standing in personal power requires releasing the need for approval and instead standing committed to honoring yourself, ourselves first. I'm going to define that a little bit more. What that means is, my goodness gracious. Okay. The book is called From Doormat to Sweet Empowerment. A lot of people don't like the word doormat. They prefer people pleaser and that's fine. Whatever word you want to use is okay. But what it really means is that we are approval junkies and we want to be loved and liked, yada, yada. It's so hard to set a boundary when we are still very tethered and tied and chained to that emotional need is really what it is, desperation. So it's going to require us to step outside our need of approval this is where it happens. This is when we start saying, I love me more than I need your approval. And it's and you're gonna, your brain's going to fight with this because sometimes you really want their approval more than you love you. <laughs> That's just the way it goes. But we're practicing here, guys. We're growing this muscle. We are learning that we are whole and perfect children of God and we are deserving of a beautiful, wonderful, abundant, respectful, and honoring life. So every day... We have multiple opportunities to teach others what is acceptable to us. We communicate our boundaries or lack of them through language and action, thus setting a tone of the relationship. What that means is that people know what they can get away with and they know what they can't get away with. So if we're someone that comes in very empowered They're going to know right away, I can't do that. You know, she's not going to appreciate that or he's not going to appreciate that. If we come in wishy-washy and not really standing up for ourselves, you know, a lot of people take that and run with it. Really depends on the character of the person you're dealing with. Believe me, I have been exploited beyond by people that go, oh yeah, she's a super nice, sweet, kind, giving, generous Um, helping person and they just ran with it. Here I'm thinking I'm doing such a great job and what I'm learning is that I'm just giving myself up to be liked or approved of from this other person. So we are actually going to set the tone of our relationship in setting our boundaries or lack of setting our boundaries. Because when two personalities join in a relationship, either platonic or romantic, they each bring a condition pattern of their past And this pattern is comprised of fears, ideas, conditioning, wounds, beliefs, all kinds of things that happen in their path. No two people are alike. It is as separate as our DNA. Even siblings growing up in the same household have different experiences. I always thought my brothers had the exact same experiences. And then when we combine stories, holy moly, everybody's got a little different view of, you know, there's a general theme sometimes, but there's just this really different view of how things went down. It was very, very interesting to me when I learned that. So each person is going to show up as an individual in their own personality. And then you join those two together. And one in both parties is then given the opportunity to decide what works for them and what doesn't work for them. We are responsible for what is acceptable to us, and by establishing boundaries and maintaining them, we teach others how we care for ourselves. Setting boundaries can seem quite intimidating and frightening at first, especially if you've never done it before, you're just attempting to for the first time. And the fear can be so strong for some that it inhibits them 
from taking that stand that would actually serve both parties. Now, I talk more on that later. We fear we may let someone down, hurt their feelings, make them angry, cause them to dislike us, or worst case scenario, to leave us. We make their feelings and what how they may process our boundary a priority over our own. Think about that. We are caring more about how they're going to feel, if it's going to make them angry or dislike us or leave us, and that becomes more important than reclaiming our respect, our dignity, our honor, whatever it is that we need to reclaim by setting this boundary about one is unacceptable to the other person. So getting really clear on that and knowing that I am giving, I'm, I'm making them more important than me. I need to make myself a priority here. Sometimes we'd rather sabotage our own happiness instead of potentially losing another's love and or approval. Oftentimes, we subconsciously feel we don't deserve better treatment and we're afraid of being alone. And instead of risking losing a person in our lives, we lose ourselves. An empowered person understands the boundaries say, I am valuable, my opinions are valuable, my life is valuable. To be with me is to honor and respect me as I too will equally and honor and respect you. I am aware that this can be a mighty tough area for a recovering doormat because we're so used to being nice and accepting of everybody's behaviors that we often have no idea how even to begin. And we may attempt to instill a boundary, but our lack of self-worth inhibits us from following through, hence perpetuating the problem. Also, setting a boundary can make us feel guilty or like we have done something wrong. Trust me, you are not alone. I am guilt queen. I guilt myself over everything. I have to be very mega conscious about this. So I want you guys to just take a minute right now. And if you're not driving, don't do this if you're driving. Close your eyes and stop and recognize If you have this pattern where you are afraid to set boundaries with people and then be willing to start the process of change. And we do that by saying, God, I am willing to start standing up for myself. I know I need to. And now I am willing, but we can't do for ourselves. Spirit can. It's a miracle. I can't explain it. I'm going to try. But I know that when we ask for help and we invite the universe to help us, That is our free will, and the universe is gladly there to help us. Now remember, you're the only one who can break this disempowered pattern and to teach others how to treat you and how to love you best. It's all about creating and building relationships that respect you for the person you are by openly and unabashedly communicating what is acceptable through words and actions. So I'm just going to wrap up real quick with a little summary about what boundaries are and are not. Boundaries are a way of setting limits with others that clearly demonstrates what is acceptable and unacceptable to us. Boundaries are based on self-worth, not selfishness. Boundaries are set with clear communication 
If we do not express our limits, the other person has no way of knowing. Next, boundaries are essential for healthy relationships. Essential. We cannot have a healthy relationship if we are not expressing our needs and putting lines up, drawing lines and saying, this is not okay and I will not stick around for this type of behavior because we are allowing ourselves to stay immersed in an unhealthy relationship because anytime someone's disrespecting us or dishonoring us, that's unhealthy. And lastly, boundaries require action to back them up if words are not enough. All right, guys, I hope this gave you a really, really clear idea of what boundaries are so that you can start implementing this and putting this into your tool chest and understanding that maybe you're not standing up for yourself. Maybe you're not speaking up where you need to be speaking up. Maybe you're not saying no. It's very important that we say no. I learned once that no is a complete sentence and I cracked up. I think it was Byron Katie that said that. Oh my gosh, I've still, I still can't just say no. I have to give no and maybe like one sentence of an explanation. I'm getting better at it. But yeah, this is a work in progress, you guys. We are recovering people pleasers. We are reclaiming our personal power. We are trying to set and maintain boundaries so that we can be respected and loved the way we would love to be respected and loved. Alrighty guys, I'm going to wrap this up. I will see you next week for part two of Boundaries. Ta-ta!